0: Morning, Jarvis. Good morning, Commander. How are we doing? The ship's systems have been checked and are okay. Have I got any emails? Yes, two. What's the first email? From Alvin DeFear. Grrr, woof, woof, grrr. Translating, please wait. Is Thursday's Studio 5 recording completed?
1: What's the second one?
0: From M. Stryker. Sorry, Ventura, but I am unable to meet with you this weekend. Something has come up. We'll talk to you next month.
1: Okay, back to the main menu. Uh, Can you get the latest edition of the Hutton Orbital Radio News Digest? Thanks. Play
0: it when you have it. Please wait. Searching. Searching. Found. Loading. Now playing. Welcome
2: to Fair Hutton Orbital, where we lay our scene. We are on familiar ground, the interior of Studio 5. There was a look of neglect around the room and the smell is even worse than usual. It is hard to tell how long this room has been unoccupied, given that the usual inhabitants take inspiration from Quentin Crisp and his quote, There is no need to do any housework at all. After the first four years, the dirt doesn't get any worse. And they are keen to continue the experiment to see if he was right. As the orbital, um orbits, the starlight glints off of myriad particles of dust, drift lazily through the air. Suddenly, the peace and quiet is shattered.
3: Say what you like about Barnard
4: Star, but it's great
3: to be home, eh, love?
4: I completely agree. You'd think they'd have better hotels in that place, especially for award winners. And you can take that stupid hat off for a start. It's supposed to say kiss me quick, not kiss me... well, you know, it's disgusting. And what was that tech monkey wearing on his face?
3: You'll be telling me this t-shirt's inappropriate next.
4: The one that says, I went to Barnard's Star and all I got was this award for being a charitable little trucker?
3: Yes, it's no more stupid than yours that says, my lifetime's an achievement.
4: Oh, let's not argue, it's been a long day. I wonder where the others went, you know, the ones that only got nominations. (laughs)
2: Oops! What have you got in these cases? They weigh a ton now that we're back somewhere with artificial gravity. And tell me again why we had to carry them.
4: We have to keep our hands clean
5: and free to hold our awards. Lou doesn't need his hands to carry his award. It's his own fault he should have brought a suitcase. I happen to know he's still carrying three of them up his...
3: Let's not all go into that right now, shall we? Let's just put the cases there in the corner and we'll share a bottle of El Masri's very old and definitely peculiar.
5: Oh, no. What is it? Look, the other side of the glass in the control room. Is it? Oh, it can't be. Surely we didn't leave him here since the last news broadcast four weeks ago.
2: Oh, don't worry. Psycho Cow did ask if I could throw a cover over his cage whilst we were away so that he'd sleep, and to make sure that I had his food and water topped up. I did mean to look on him from time to time but you know how it is when there's a lot of cooking to do over christmas I completely forgot mm. let's take his cover off and see if he's still able to function
4: oh
0: our makes alive
2: Evening everyone, the news team is back or at least some of us are Dick Chafing is having his extremities treated by Nurse Wyeth after injuring them by pressing so many buttons during the muggies R- Rudolf Hucker is at a special CQC meeting in Sol Commander Rampage says he's sorry that s- sorry that Willie B. Hardigan can't be here tonight but he's currently running his own CG to import hankies no, not him to Barnard Starr and Mia, well, Mia's just sorry but all is not lost. You heard the voice just now of our wonderful tech monkey for tonight, Commander Ventura. I'm your affable and ineffable host, Harry Balzac, and I have with me the duo of Norma and Lou Snockers, who assure me that they are only temporarily holding on to the prizes for the award-winning Commanders Flossie
3: and Deadmeat GF.
4: That's right. Good evening, everyone.
3: Temporary? That's not what we agreed, Norma. Uh, sorry, Good evening. And
2: last, only in a strictly chronological sense, someone who's no stranger to a prize. As in, you'll have to prize this whip from my cold dead hands. It's Wilma Fingerdoo!
5: Thank you, Harry. Good evening to everyone out there. Especially you lonely, lonely people who only have my voice to comfort you as you toil so hard. So very hard.
2: Blimey, did someone turn up the thermostat? On with the news!
5: Everything you wanted to know about mods, but were afraid to have explained in gruesome detail, especially the really icky bits.
2: Mia Harkness proves that size isn't everything, luckily.
4: The Don makes an exhibition of himself.
3: Hudson picks a fight with... A universal graphics.
2: Hutton is a community and we have a goal
5: Atreus5060 sends belated season's greetings
4: Loose, trying not to burst your bubble
3: And Norma's holding on to something. With confirmation of a large-scale mod's outbreak in the galaxy, Hutton's very own Nurse wife Earth has given us an inside look at Hutton's Institute for Control of the Pathogens, or HICOP. A series of information pamphlets have been produced guiding Hutton's commanders on the danger of contracting one of the galaxy's most mysterious illnesses, mug ownership deficiency syndrome. This debilitating condition exhibits itself by hiding in plain sight as a wealth of other conditions, embarrassing, some of them downright dangerous. The only cure is just a few days in bed with a Hutton mug filled with a delicious beverage of your choice until you feel just a little bit better. Before the Hutton CG or the restorative properties of a genuine Hutton mug were discovered the infirmary was stacked three and four deep. With pilots being subjected to the wire wool and detal treatment but everything from itchy flight suit syndrome, extreme flatulence, space madness, the lurgy, man flu which as everyone knows is near fatal and of course the droopsy. Do you have unexplained symptoms that make your day just a little bit rubbish? is something you're afraid to admit to your friends. Would Tharg the Mighty spit you back out if he scooped up your escape pod with a throaty yuck noise? It's most likely you've got mods. But how does the cure work? Frame shift energies near a genuine hut and mug cause a vibration at the quantum level, do something with spin and through the kind of science normally associated with homeopathy and holy water. All we know is that after using our Hutton mugs, we all feel a little better. Hutton's medical team are looking into a new method of mass public inoculation. More on this story later.
6: Size slight settled by Sidewinder slapsies. The insults had flown back and forth, a stinging slap to the face delivered, and a gauntlet, or flight suit glove at least, had been thrown and picked up. A duel was now the only way to gain satisfaction. Ira Pell, had been chosen as the field of honor, due to its relaxed laws regarding duels, monkey knife fights, karaoke, and wheat nights, and just about everything else. The morning of the conflict dawned cold and damp with a clawing mist. The atmospheric processors at Newton City were on the blink again. The injured parties took up their positions, accompanied by assorted friends, curious locals, and hunting pilots eager for a good old-fashioned no-holds-barred dogfight. Rampage gave the word and the skies lit up with lasers missiles, multi-cannons, and even the odd garbage cannon. Engineering meant that that commanders were combat effective for a lot longer than anyone thought, but eventually the damage took its toll. Shawside Customs was first to succumb, initially to module malfunction, then shield failure, then finally hull failure. Others quickly followed as their sidewinders reached the limit of their endurance. Mr Venezia was the last commander standing, his head held high and his honour restored. It was as everyone was celebrating that a commander, who shall remain nameless, turned up in an anaconda, asking if he'd missed all the fun, and asking that, as a sidewinder hadn't arrived in system, would it be okay if he used an anaconda instead? Hotbox commanders responded with a volley of fire which set off the second great battle of the day. Despite repeated use of shield cell blanks, the plucky little side managed to get a whole ring off of his shields before the inevitable happened, and the skies were once again cleared. So what was the cause of this latest stushy? No one remembers. Something about something not being very big. Ah well, doesn't matter, they're all doughbenders anyway. After the incident at the Muggies, where it transpired
2: that none of the seats had mug holders, thus apparently precipitating an outbreak of mods, Hutton Orbital Radio News has discovered that the man who owns the company which supplied these chairs is none other than the infamous Don Antonacci. We tracked him down to CES 3306, that's the complete exhibition show, at his booth for Acme, the Antonacci Camorra Manufacturing Enterprises. Uh, The Don is known to have his fingers in many pies, but he assures us that it is now in a very different way from his earlier business, Sweeney Todd Enterprises. We approached the dastardly Don for comment, and whilst we were smilingly held at gunpoint by his rather intimidating and, for this reporter, all too muscular and hairy booth babes, he dictated the following note, which, although not the personal interview we had requested, means that at least we don't have to listen to that accent. It says... ACME, Antonachi Kamura Manufacturing Enterprises, is a legitimate business run by a legitimate business person. ACME is a multifaceted corporation covering the galaxy from the Coalsack to the horsehead nebula and beyond, specialising in goods, services, extortion, barbershops and restaurants. What do you mean I said extortion? Oh never mind, they won't have noticed. ACME produces a range of goods for the discerning buyer, including traps such as the mouse trap a build-it-yourself enclosure which when fully assembled requires only the turn of a crank to initiate the countdown. This device includes patented parts of the boot, diving man and cage that takes ages to descend. Some of our other traps encompass the free drink of water trap, the barely disguised bear trap and the ever popular high mounted anvil. We don't just sell traps, oh no, we have manganels, coil springs exploding mugs that say meep meep on the side and many many more. All good family fun. Now, all Acme chairs are supplied with mug holders and if they have become detached during transport to or installation at Barnard Star we disclaim all responsibility. Right now give that to the Michelle, I'm out of here. Unfortunately while we were reading the note the Don slipped out of the exhibition hall and his current whereabouts are unknown. The last sighting was of him on a high-G planet painting a landing pad onto the side of a hillside. So, if you see a pile of birdseed, for goodness sake, don't pick it up.
5: Warmongering federal nutcase, President Hudson has been at it again. Fresh from losing a fight with a finger puzzle he was given for Christmas, he's decided to get into an arse-kicking contest with a porcupine and has taken on the might of the universal cartographics. Hudson decided that because VY Canis Majoris is missing from star maps, that needed to be rectified, and he says he's the biggest dog in the park. He set to work with a marker pen. He doesn't like the word sharpie as he hates being outthought by a pen. So far, Hudson has not only added the missing star, naming it KY Candice Maurice, but he has added 52 more hand-drawn stars whilst complaining that his fingers have gone black. His aides told us later that these were just names that he had heard. He does not read anything, including the instructions for the zero-G toilet, even if they provide finger spaces or add a little tune for him to hum along to. After drawing the stars and what looks like, a suspiciously like a cock and balls on the map, he message: This one is like Earth. It's so like Earth you won't believe and it's just the same as ours with dinosaurs. So I'm inventing a new name, Jurassic World. This was followed by, Raxla isn't so tough to find. It is here, or here. Hudson then started making pew-pew noises and said, this one is Cobol, because I am a lord, and I am a lord of Gallifrey as well. I am the best lord. This is New Sicily, and it's in the Horse Neck Nebula. I am in charge of the Federation, and we have all the void opals. So many, so many opals. We have spent many, many opals on making the bigliest force in the galaxy, Biglier than gravity, bigger than Sagittarius A. Universal Cartographics commented, "It's company policy never to get into a war of words against an unarmed opponent."
4: This is an all truckers bulletin. With the dastardly Don's transmissible mods out in the galaxy, it's time to step up and be counted. Yes, we're truckers and we're on a mission to save the universe once again. If you thought Thargoid were nasty, pirates were horror and penalties for loitering were harsh, they pale by comparison. Hutton's boffins have done some quick sums on their fingers, then given up and the 1980s solar powered Casio calculator and come to the conclusion that with just one tonne of mugs logged into the water system of any station, the resident population can be rendered immune to this new strain. To that end we are mobilising Operation Hot Mist, the Hutton Mug inoculation supply team and saving the galaxy one muggy delivery at a time. Your mission that you choose to accept it, is to arrive at Hutton on the 16th of this month, collect your supply of special water-soluble Hutton mugs and deliver them one at a time to every station in the galaxy. Yes, that's 54,000 mugs. The Hot Miss team will be kicking this enormous escapade off at 1900, Galactic Standard Time, with a special outside broadcast alongside the Pilots' Federation's representative Stephen, not a pirate, Benedetti, and then meeting for a dose of Hungry Hungry Hippo, loading from 2030, Galactic Time. Bring your anaconda, bring your sidewinder, bring more limpets than you've ever seen, bring a mug to everyone, and don't forget your Hutton Helper to help you Help us to help everyone avoid mods and work out where in the galaxy is in the most need. Calling
1: all trackers! This is an emergency broadcast from Commander Atrus5060. Hello again! The Thargoids are back! I repeat, the Thargoids are back! And so am I. My ship has been attacked by interdictors and Scouts en route to Copernicus Observatory in Asterope. FSD is offline. Engines are badly damaged. Life support and comms are stable for now. I'm getting reports from the Gnosis that they've also attacked stations in Celiano, Atlas and several systems in the Witch Head Nebula. Calls for help are being broadcast on all channels it's bad out here truckers we need you out here as soon as possible to fight off the thargoids and to get my voice back and evacuate damage stations for the mug p.s did you get my christmas card
4: Priority message from Hax Comactual.
7: Okay, Haxwing, quit your grinning and drop your linen. It's time for a bug hunt. After almost a half year, Tharg has renewed attacks on human installations. He's hit three stations each in the Pleiades and Witchhead Nebula. For our combat pilots, we're going to use AXIs defense priority. Fight to clear the AX Combat Zones in these systems until the Thargoid Report in Galnet shows the system as cleared. In the Pleiades, Solano, Astrope, and Atlas. In the Witchhead Sector, Witchhead Sector DL-Y, D17, Witchhead Sector HW-W, C1-9, and Witch Head Sector FB-X, C1-11. Now if you are already in the Witch Head Sector and fighting there, stay there, we'll catch up to you. No sense losing combat time making the long trip from one area to the other. If you are ready to run rescue operations, the affected stations in the Pleiades are Artemis Lodge, Copernicus Observatory, and Silene Orbital. In the Witch Head Sector, Hanna Enterprise, Carrion Vision, and Sheryl Orbital. The faster we get the civilians out of the stations, the faster Tharg loses interest in the system. No more biscuits in the tin, I guess, so every rescue completed directly helps out combat pilots to move on to the next system. It's been a while and we probably have some new pilots here, so look to Hutton's communications systems for more information and tips on how to fight back effectively. Remember, truckers, the last time this dusted up in the Pleiades, it ended up at Hutton's doorstep with hundreds of stations burning across the bubble. Let's draw the line here today. Thar goes no further. Defend the mug. And Atrus, if you can hear me, buddy, we're coming for you. Hang on.
5: End
4: priority message from HackScom Actual.
3: It's quite quiet in the bubble without a single system outside the happy zone of 40-60%. to 60%. Obviously, we have plenty of commanders who are without any friends or family to visit over the festive period, and they've used that time to make everything about our systems strong and stable. Over in Colonia, it's really not looking too good. That's nothing to do with the political situation, it's just a bit of a shithole. King Hanky asks that bounties and missions are cashed in at Tier and the exploration data dropped off at Eel Procol Centauri. I'm not really sure that Eel Procol Centauri needs the data. I just think Hanky wants me to keep saying Eel Procol Centauri because it's a bit difficult to say Eol Procol Centauri and he hopes I'll trip over my own tongue. Before I hand over to my beloved Norma, I have a special message from LHS 340. Hello, I'm Hugh Jansen. You may recognize me from the silver screen and if you do I hope you're above the legal age in your system. I'm speaking to you today on behalf of my good friend, Drew Peacock, who, for obvious reasons, has never co-starred with me. However, he's asked me to tell you about the fantastic seasonal offers in LHS 340. Yes, everything in the LHS 340 shop is twice the price. In this traditional time of sales and goodwill, LHS 340 would love you to know that nobody wants you there. We don't like you in the system and we'd love you to just go away. So, for that reason, everything in the system is currently costing double the normal rate. Thank you and good night.
4: With the recent announcements from the Pilots' Federation about CGs and initiatives being on hold for the foreseeable future, I don't have any news to bring you on that subject. But you can be assured that I will be reporting on our attempts to deliver mugs to every station and during the next few weeks I will have some specially selected items with which to entertain you. here. I told you that I didn't have any news this week. Weren't you listening? Go on, go off. Flossie told you what to do.
1: Now you're a trucker. All you gotta do is truck that truck. And trucker,
7: if you can't turn a profit, then you're out of luck.
1: It's for the moment that we fly all over the space. point two to light, yee, it's crossed at a hell of a pace, Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday, someday soon you'll be top
0: trucker. You're listening to Hutton's Top Trucker for the 9th of January, 3306. Hello, truckers, wherever you are. I'm Auntie Genevieve Neckett of the Worcestershire Neckett's and I'm going to read you the results of the Galactic League table from the week preceding the current. Out loud, so you don't have to read them for yourselves. I don't really know what people are coming to. It's not difficult to read this for yourself. You just turn your personal computer on, open your Netscape browser, type in HTTP colon stroke stroke hot full stop for the mug full stop com and press the Enter key and Bob's your uncle and Genevieve's your aunt. So, what have you all been up to this week? Well, let's have a look, shall we? Firstly, we come to the Exploration League. In terms of the number of light-years jumped, which is to say the distance travelled, Commander Boloff Petunia did frightfully well to jump 44,064.86 light-years, but... I see that Commander Drunk Russian-23 did rather better, having completed a quite excellent 68,415.37 light-years. Well done, Commander. I should perhaps also say that Commander Drunk Russian-23 also visited 924 stellar systems during the week, which is rather a lot. We don't mention cargo and sold, do we? Bad luck, Commander Train Freak. I became terribly excited when I saw that Alex Ryder earned 457 mission points this week, but it turns out it's a completely different Alex Ryder. In any case, Commander Texas Stew earned more of those mission points. He has 673. I wonder where he keeps them all. And wouldn't you know it, Commander Texas-2 also seems to have done quite well as a bounty hunter, earning 25 million credits, which I'm sure he'll share amongst us all. Now, what else do we talk about? Earnings from exploration data? No. Ah, here we are, passengers delivered. Commander Zayntil delivered 483 passengers last week, which must make him one of the most prolific midwives in the galaxy. We don't tell you who killed the most Fargoid ships, because that's a terribly vulgar thing to get mixed up in. Now, I know you're all eager to visit Haddon Orbital, but who can get there the quickest? Well, last week It was Commander Shawside Customs. He managed to positively fly to Hutton, taking a mere 83 minutes and 44 seconds. However, I gather that Commander Rockbreaker has already reduced that amount by a further 51 seconds for this current week's competition, terribly well played. And that was Hutton's top trucker information for the preceding week. I do hope you enjoyed it. This is a weekly event, and it's an open invitation, so Please feel free to come again. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?
4: Oh, you get all sorts here. Smells like it too. Murph, horrible stains, and marigolds.
2: There you go. Donkey dick here Next, my dear man. Cox. Like an obese child. No.
4: What
1: it's the 34th century. fix that? Patient. Nada. Sounds like Jesse because it is Michelle.
2: This is beyond Dockers. Beyond Dockers, a mockumentary podcast available at bs-dockers.com. Also on iTunes. Night-night.